Welcome to the Life After Kids podcast with Drs. Brooke and Lynn. We're getting real, raw, and vulnerable on all things midlife. We're sharing our friendship of over 20 years, and we're having honest conversations about our struggles and what it really takes to live a meaningful life after kids. So brew your coffee or steep your tea and pull up a chair. Let's have a chat. Together, we'll rewrite the next chapter in Show Midlife Who's Boss. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Life After Kids with Drs. Brooke and Lynn. I'm Dr. Brooke. And I'm Dr. Lynn. This week, we're going deep. We're going to talk about really what's at the heart of, well, just about everything. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, this is a big topic. All of the good things that happen to us in our life, all of the bad things that happen to us in our life, they all come back to what are our our identities? How do we see ourselves? you know, how that defines our circumstance ultimately. Yeah. This is a really heady topic. It's a deep topic. It's heavy. Yeah, it is. And I think, so we're going to talk through how we see ourselves, like our mindset around our identity, and then pairing that with our circumstances. Yeah. Because so we, we, you and I both, we have this tendency, right? And, and I apologize. Just come along with me on this. We have this tendency to always go really deep to a core, to the root cause. And generally that's a pretty good place to start because if you just scratch the surface, you're just, you're going to be getting the same results over and over. Sure. It's not until you strip it back and look at really what is underlining. Yes. And specifically when I was thinking about this topic, I was thinking about like all of the things in my life that I have hit my head against a wall to change. Like I've wanted different for myself. And I would always come back to the same circumstance or the same, uh, you know, find myself in the same place. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I stopped and realized that, ah, it's not my behavior that has to change. It's not necessarily my mindset that has to change. Also have to say change how I view myself and my identity, because if your circumstance in your, in your, um, behaviors don't align with who you really think you are at the core. Mm -hmm. There's no way to sustain that behavior. You can change your behavior, but it's not sustainable unless you change the identity. And we're going to give some examples. Okay. Say that again, because that was really deep, but also really good. If your behavior and your circumstance don't line up. And if your behaviors and your identity don't align. So, okay, let's give an example. For instance, say you need to lose weight or you want to lose weight. Okay. And you're going to do that by beginning to to exercise. Yes. But your whole life, you've seen yourself as an overweight person. When you think about yourself, if you really, if somebody really pushed him to shove, got you to talk about yourself, really at the core, you saw yourself as an overweight person. You were an overweight child and you formed that identity. Yeah. Versus somebody who was an athlete all the way up through high school Mm -hmm. and college. And then circumstances of life came in and they had a sedentary job and they just got into a comfortable relationship, started eating. Right. When they go to change their behavior, it's arguably going to be easier for the person who sees themselves as an athlete. Mm -hmm. Right. You see what I'm getting at? Yes. So for somebody, it is hard to lose weight. It's really hard to lose weight. Trust me, I've done it. But if you just change the behavior, 
you're not going to get, not going to get the sustainable or, results. And maybe you'll get the result, but it's probably going to be a far bigger headache getting there. It's going to be hard. Yeah. You're going to be, yeah. It's going to be an uphill result, battle, but you might be also the person who that result comes back because until your identity aligns with your actions, your bot, your brain will find a way to, to fix that cognitive dissonance. It doesn't like a brain, your brain does not like a contradiction. So if you're telling yourself something, and even mm-hmm. I'm talking subconsciously, guys, but you're acting different, that is that's that's where unhappiness results from. That is the space where discontentment yeah. pools. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, because so you deep, want, I know. Oh I know, my gosh, but it's so good because you want a change. And you want to do the thing that's going to create the change. But if you don't see yourself on the other side of that and you don't identify with it, you're not going to, you're going to be very unhappy and you're probably not going to get there. Yeah. It's so good. But then, then the question is like, how do you switch your identity? Yeah. Especially like some of this, like you said, is a subconscious thing, right? You don't even realize maybe that you've given yourself a particular identity. Right. So some of this is embedded in the work that we do and that we help you take through. But the first, before you think about changing your identity, meaning the work we quick, do with clients. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's quick to, okay, well, I want to change. Then I want to be an exerciser. I want to see myself as yes. a you know, skinny person. Yes. I want to identify as a, uh, you know, an athlete or whatever. Sure. Before you change that identity, you've got to know what the start is. Okay. How do you identify? And we, I think this is thrown around with gender a little bit. I'm not talking about this, you guys. I'm talking about like, do you identify yourself as a mother, right? These mm-hmm. are simple ones. Do you identify yourself as a wife, et cetera? Okay, well, what kind of wife? So the starting what point is first wife? identify yourself. Yes. And identify who you are like right now in this moment or who you want to be. Who Where do you, you start? Are. Who, who you, you are, are. not who you, you want to be. Who you yourself you are. Okay, so identify who you tell yourself you are. Okay, this is great. Most people have at least two identities. And I mean- more than that. Like when we talk about, I got about 25, yeah. 30. <laughs> <laughs> I got several on the day. <laughs> <laughs> and how much sleep I've got. <laughs> well, yeah. And I mean, it, that that's really true, especially at this stage in our life, right. With menopause, but, um, right. but there's, there's some, so this is the key. So know that, know where your identities are. What are your attitudes on aging? right? Mm. How do you see yourself aging? Because truthfully, it, it goes back a lot to our role models. Our identities so much. are rooted in, and we know we're influenced by our, our parents, mm-hmm. our teachers, our mm-hmm. preachers, right? Um, but it goes back to what was modeled for us sure. and our identities are often rooted in that. And yeah. that's why it's so hard to get out of poverty, right? I've heard this, if you identify this is not my original thought, yes. but it's because it's not just about getting money. We know the stories of people who win the lottery and then they're broke. Or well, the or the football. Or the football. Yeah, whoever. Have, it could just, be any anybody that has a talent that can make them super successful, right? Right. right. Be- it's because it's their identity isn't one of somebody who can keep money. Yeah. It's it so interesting. Mm, right? It's so good. So, okay, before you move on, let's just talk, stop on the um, aging. Yes, because, because this, this is, is where a it's good, really relevant for it's us. It's very relevant for us. And I love this conversation because 
you know, how are you, how do you identify? How do you see yourself now? And how are you going to see yourself down the road? And I, I've been struggling with this a little bit, not necessarily identity piece, but I think the identity piece is the key to what I've been struggling with, which is I'm getting older. Like it just hit me. I'm going to be 50 soon. You're going to be 50 sooner. Haha. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Thanks for pointing and that like, out. wow, like 10 years, I'm 60 and 20 years. I'm like, and then, you know, like, why do you do that? I just, I don't know. I just, I do. And I ruminate on things. And part of it's because of Life After Kids and I'm writing and sure. creating content. So my, sure. my brain's always there and my brain will just play things on repeat. But I recently had a girls weekend with my mom and my aunt, some of their friends and they're, um, my mom's later sixties and they're, some of them are seventies. And I asked them, I was like, I don't want to bring up a bad topic or like, you know, but I just want to know, cause I've been struggling with like getting older, like at this age at 70, like, how do you, how do you feel? How are you navigating like that? Like, do you think about like, man, like, you know, I'm on the backswing of life, really? Like it could be 10, 20, like I wasn't mean, I didn't, but like, I wanted to have this conversation. Cause you know me, I like to go deep. I like to have these discussions and understand. And they were and by the way, all these women are like, fabulous, awesome, vibrant, like running circles around me, like just living a, their best life, traveling for girls weekends, taking road trips. You know, they all started doing um, um, triathlons in their sixties. That's when they decided to start being athletes. Like, so these are the women that you would want to ask this question. And they base their answer was essentially what you're saying here, which is, I don't, I don't see myself as aging. I don't, A, I don't, put myself there or really dwell on it, but be like, I don't, I don't vision. That's not my, the, essentially that's not their identity. Their yes. identity is not wrapped up in an age or what that age should look like. Mm, love that. Well, and when it comes to age, I mean, I still think I'm 17 sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's really hard to believe that you're like, I am going to be turning 50 Yeah, sooner than you. I know, as you point out, but you know, because we, our identity is like, we still think of ourselves sometimes as that child. And that is really useful. Mm-hmm. If you can hang on to that. Yeah. Because unfortunately we may internally think that, but our behaviors are older. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. where we don't treat our body as well, or, um, you know, we're acting older than we are mm-hmm. even just sometimes I do that. Like I go to bed really early and now I wake up really early. I eat supper really early. Pretty much. I should just, you are definitely going to be the one that's dragging me to like blue soul. light specials. Like <laughs> I'm going to be at dinner with you at four o'clock to get the early bird oh, special. And <laughs> you probably show up for that now. <laughs> Dinner's at four. We get reservations wherever we go because my husband's the same. And we get reservations at like five 15 when we go out for date night. <laughs> date night at eight o'clock like that is so you're so weird we are like we love it and I'm so happy because we go out early because because depending on what day it's either Friday and we get done with work early we're out at like we leave the house at like five we eat at like 5 15 5 30 and then we're home in our house by 7 45 8 o'clock that's the time you're not going to bed are you going to bed are you watching a movie or doing something well we go to bed around nine but on Friday, <laughs> what's your identity? <laughs> I need to check my identity. I'm aging faster. I think than I need to be, but so let's get back to the serious piece of this conversation. Why? This is having so much fun with this. <laughs> I, I just, 
Well, okay. let's just point out one thing and then, we, yeah, we can keep having more fun. It's just, you <laughs> need to know where the incongruencies are because that's, that's the place where, where your actions and your identity don't line up. Correct. Yeah. Or your circumstances and your identity don't line up. Like, do you remember when you were in college, like this just comes to mind and you know, you, at least when I was in college and I moved away from home and it was pretty much a free for all there for a little while. Right. <laughs> it was just <laughs> let the good times roll. And, you know, after about two, three weeks of that, and, you know, I went through one semester where, and I was in graduate school, mind you, because I didn't go through that for undergrad. It was yeah. when I moved away yeah. for graduate school. And I, one of my subjects started to suffer, like my grade was plummeting and I, you know, but here's the deal. What saved me in that place was my identity. So my identity was, you are a good student. You are a straight A student. What is going on? And so I pulled myself out with that identity. So this is something that, you know, that's why when we, I when, love that yeah, so values and we, 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 it's, you might say it's pressure, but a lot of times when we're talking to our daughter, it's like, you are a Mao. You, this is what you represent. Our values are on the wall. When you go out in, in the world, this is who you are, right? And speaking into your child and giving them those identities so that when they do get off track, mm -hmm. that's going to pull them back. That's going to pull them out of yes. that. Do you know something I have um, on my, in my home, we've talked about how important words are and reminders are to me. And this is tying into this conversation because in my workout room at home, I ordered online, like you can get decal sticker words. So it almost looks like it's painted on the wall, but it's not. But big um, script letter across the top, like where I exercise and where I face. And do you know what it says? Remember who you are. Mm, beautiful. So I see that every day. And do you know where I got that from? No. The Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember Everything Simba's I learned, dad? I learned it in when, Disney movie. But when Cynthia... <laughs> When Sim was going through that, like, who am I? And I don't want to go back and save the day. I want to just stay here in Akuna Matata. And his dad comes back to him in the dream. And he's like, Simba, remember who you are. <laughs> oh, that's so good. But this is the conversation we're having. Like, who, what, who, who are, are you? you? And I love that, that you do that to yourself. I need to do more of that with me because I have weaknesses where I'll, different scenarios where I doubt myself. And I've got to remember, like, mm -hmm. I am, like, yeah, this is who I am and yeah. I'm not going to back down from it. It's so important. Yes. It's so important to tell so yourself the right story and identify as the right person. The biggest question you can ask yourself the most, I mean, this is existential, of course, but like the most important question you can ask yourself is who are you? The most important question you can answer for yourself is who, who am I? Yeah. yeah. And, and I think, and, and you're putting on lipstick as we're talking, which is lovely. Who am I? I am someone who puts on lipstick in the middle yeah. of a podcast. All right. <laughs> Sorry. It's all good. Oh, I'm showing my grace here with this hair back. Okay. Um, now that we're talking of anyway. Okay, Brooke, focus. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I really do love that. It, it's, it's so good. And it's such a question. And I think it would behoove all of us to spend some time on that question with a notebook and write out who am I? Yeah. And it's something we take you through when yes. you work with us, but in back to your earlier, just in closing here, cause you said, all right, well, how do you change? Right. So yes, maybe please. you weren't that person. And I have plenty of identities where I would, I would, you know, my parents were great, no slight to them, but I 
not wishing, but I would like to shift into something maybe more in alignment with my goals where I am in life, yes. right? That I was not modeled for. Yep. So how do you do that? All right. Here's the million dollar answer to that question. It's both profound, easy to do, and completely difficult. <laughs> it's all the same. It's all wrapped Wow. That's a lot. So it starts with knowing who you are so that you yep. know where you want to shift. Love it. And then it's honestly intentional, consistent, consistent action over time to override your identity. So, right. So this is like a contradiction because you've got, you've got to have the awareness to know that now you have to do the action consciously without your identity pulling you back subconsciously, because once you do that action for long enough, consistently over time, then you can tell yourself a new story because the evidence is there. Oh, that's so good, Lynn. That is so good. That's that was like a mic way. drop. Yeah. yeah. It's the only way. It's not easy. Yeah. But it's the way. But you have to. Yeah. And, and that's that why we always say tenacity. So it does. It takes tenacity, it takes commitment, but most of all, it takes self-awareness. Mm. It, it takes the conversation that we're you having have to have these conversations and awareness, starting with the awareness of it. Right. 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 It's so good that you're going to be pulled back because your identity, your default is oh, pull you so good. something else. Yeah. But that's why we say start small. So when I tell my clients, you know, that want to start exercising and I tell them, I want you to do 10 minutes, three times a week. And I want you to put it in your calendar and I want you to stick to it for six weeks before you add any more. There's a reason it's because you're developing the habit first, not enough people are going to go through doing that because the results aren't going to be immediate. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's, if you can, at the end of that six weeks, there's no way that you can tell yourself that you're not an exerciser because you've just done it, you've done consistently it. for six weeks. Look at what you've done. And that's, you know, what we point out. Oh, that's so right? good. And it's the same. You got to do the action. You got to do it consistently. So you have the evidence, the evidence to switch your identity. To disprove your identity. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Good one. Okay. I've got to end with two things because we can add besides the action that you continue to do. And I think you already touched on this, this like self-affirmations and you reminding yourself in school, like I am, a, I'm a good student. I'm smart. Right. So I do every single morning and I'm, I'm doing this more and more as I'm like struggling with the age thing. I am healthy. I am strong. I am capable, active, youthful, vibrant, energetic, and authentic Oh, every gotta, day over and over and you over. You got to put that in the show notes. That's so it's good. like my favorite. And I've really like, there's a bunch of different things I say, but that's the one that I am like shouting at the down. rooftops um, every morning. Like I, yeah, love it. Yeah, because yeah. we're having because your words matter. It's the same reason because of that cognitive dissonance. Your brain wants to find ways to prove that you're right. I'm when saying you speak those words. Yes, love it. So. It's good. Thanks, everyone. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you are always a pleasure to be with. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. This was a, actually well. this turn. This is a really good conversation. I learned some stuff that I'm going to take home from it, and right. I'm going to keep. I'm healthy, strong, capable. I love youth, that. Vibrant, yeah, energetic. Write that down. I want to add those. And authentic. Those yeah, it's so good. Those are like all the things we want to embody, right? Mm -hmm. So um, take care, everybody. Make sure you're following us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and www.lifeafterkids.com is the website.
<laughs> All right. Have a great week. Thanks so much for listening. If you learned something, please share this episode with somebody in your life that could benefit from being in our community and, and, and just go out, do good things and show the world who you are. Thanks again for listening to Life After Kids. When you have a moment, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you liked our conversation, hit follow and share it with a friend. For more on Life After Kids, go to www.lifeafterkids.com. We'll be back every Sunday, and we hope you will too. Until next time.